Hey, KMS Rundown listeners, you can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Wow. Gentlemen, we made it. Good evening. We have, uh, we're going to misread this week, but we got uh, the Drip Lord himself, Patrick Ford. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Thanks for having me. Great. Great. And we got Gina Carr. Gina Carr. (laughs) <laughs> unbelievable uh, unbelievable miss by jeff d low jeff d low arrival and friend and frenemies yeah i mean i just don't i don't get how he just figured that out that is unbelievable to me to be honest with you sheldon like, how many sheldon how many people do you think are not caught up on kms this week it's saturday morning they're getting a push notification on their phone that says like from the Kirk Minahan show network or Kirk Minahan show. I'm sorry, Kirk Minahan show YouTube page. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? Like, where's my show? What is going on with, with Kirk's world? Culture shock. <laughs> I, I would assume that, uh, since most of us are insane, everyone's caught up. That's so fair. yeah. And, uh, if anyone follows the world and Twitter or anything, then they kind of piece it all together. So this is going to be a big deal, a big show. Momentous day. We brought in the big hitters. Yeah, so it's been a week. We only had four shows, and I only say only because there's five days in a week, but it was more than enough to jam-pack into everything. And we have to start with the one and only Beyond Average Mick. <laughs> I, I listened to his show this morning, and I, I it was like he was in a therapy office talking to a therapist but the therapist was himself and it was just back and forth and back and forth it, i mean my head was spinning what would you think patrick do you listen to his shows because most of them most of them are like that they're just now a little bit more manic it's just a lot of like talking to an audience they're so manic there. they're so manic I, I just he's got to stop doing them that late at night i've been <laughs> on a roller coaster with mick i couldn't stand him what before the producer search i thought it was just a super annoying and then I started to like him. And now I think I like him more because he is the craziest person in this entire universe. Like him and Yellow Shirt Guy, are in, they're racing with the Yellow Shirt Racing Company to the finish line of the Lunatic Zone. He is nuts. I love him. I think I said in the past, I listened to like a lot of network shows or what I, when I have listened on like two X speed or three with Mick. And I think John pointed out, like he does the slow cadence, it's the Jim Roma. I can do like 3.3 speed with him and hear everything he's saying. Um, so I do listen. I just listen in like 10 minutes. Um, Mick to me, it's kind of like, I'm the same way. Like I, I, it's like you hate part of them, but you love part of them. And that's why you love them because you just can't figure out. It's kind of like Andy Kaufman. Is he, is the whole thing a performance? Is it just who he actually is? He like blurs that line so well or so terribly because sometimes it it obviously comes back to bite him. Like he had objectively a great show Tuesday. Uh, and then he just can't like coast. He can't just ride that wave a little bit. He has to just get closer and closer to the sun and just burn up. And <clears throat> I mean, the obvious question is like, it was he joking with the stuff he was talking about Big Cat and Kirk last night? Like, is it a bit? Is it not a bit? I honestly don't know. I I Maybe he's just terrible at like the wink and nod. Like I am joking, wink, wink. Um, but I honestly, I, I don't really know. I don't know what what you guys think. I can't tell if he's trying to get a job at Barstool, if he's trying to get a job at KMS, or he's just fighting an inner demon within himself to of whatever he's trying to get to. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I'm also very confused. I think he is 
I think he's saying it in his own joking way because that was the whole thing of the producer's search. He couldn't take, you know, he couldn't really take the beating, couldn't take the harshness. Um, but I think part of him is kidding, but there is a serious undertone under yeah. there where he thinks that they should be giving him a call. I mean, he definitely has demons. That's that's not a... Hell yeah. Yeah. As you can help. see, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen the pictures. Well, yeah, we'll get to that later. No, there's, just a, there's a lot going on with Mick. I mean, it's just a giant roller coaster and... I I honestly don't know where he wants to work, but he, like, he compared himself today to like I'm. If Curry, if he was successful, then Kirk would be like, "Damn, I let the next Howard Stern get away," and it's like, what? But like, is that a joke I, or not? That's I, I honestly don't think. It I mean, is. it's got to be the Howard Stern part is a joke, but like the blind Mike, like maybe he in his actual like truth serum mind, he's on par with the blind Mike. He should have his own like four hundred yeah. people watching him live every show. Versus like 14 watching when he's doing a Rubik's cube. Um, so let's play like, okay. Is him, is him walking out of studio? Is that, was that a bit or was that real? When he stormed that was out real. That, no, was that real. That was right? real. I think that was real. When he's saying that he is very similar to Ryan Minahan, is that, is that like amplified or is that like what his lunatic brain believes? I think that's amplified a little bit to kind of comparing himself to Ryan to kind of dial in to Kirk a little bit. See, I, think I think that's, that, I think amplified. that's where he's a little delusional um, and does again, is, but maybe he's just like blurred that line so much that he, he doesn't know himself. But again, it's the beauty of Mick. Like he, this was an electric appearance. He's had more like previous electric perf- uh, performances. They're not all like that, but can't get enough Mick, I suppose. Do, do <laughs> we like- think Sorry, do we think there was actually a job, like a sit down with his boss at 8 a.m. at like a coffee shop? <laughs> Probably, but I did. What, Sheldon, I have to ask you: Do you wear socks under your uh, your work boots? Yeah, yes, I do. How <laughs> bad that pissed you off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I most people wear socks under dress shoes. That makes no sense. But you know, there's only one Mick, and that's who he is. <laughs> And I mean, even if that meeting happened, the way it went, he must have like he sounded like he treated her like shit, like he was talking <laughs> down to her. And it's like, yeah, I can I can imagine how that meeting didn't go well. So I I don't know. Well, as we're talking about Mick, let's just move on to how this all got started. Wait, can and I just worth- one one point, Sheldon? In mixed DM to Big Cat, how he started it, I just want to point out was you probably don't know who I am. Like in order for Mick to DM Big Cat, Big Cat has to follow Mick, which I did confirm Big Cat does follow Mick. So it's even that it's like he can't get out of his own way. He's putting himself down. I, I don't know. Just I had to point that out. Like, yes, he probably does know who he, you are because he's Big Cat and he does actually follow you. <laughs> there's one. There's only one Mick. I think and, that's uh, his way to grab the attention. Yeah, that's fair. Grab Big Cat. Didn't work because he didn't see it. <laughs> he should have just DM'd Kirk and Big. He should have created a group chat with Kirk and Big Cat, and because he knew Kirk was going to get it anyways, right? <laughs> that was my fa- that was my favorite part though. And he's like, he's like, Kirk, you've already seen this. I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure you're going to get your hands on. Who were you or what? Yeah. <laughs> I wish you would have read that whole thing out. There, I, there's something in there that he didn't want to share. Oh, obviously, and blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I've been carrying Kirk's show for. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that takes us to Monday when we had special guests, Dave Cullinane, AKA turtle writer and mutt. Now I don't know how you guys felt, but I thought Dave was 
He was a big zero on Monday, but Mutt, Mutt tugged at the heartstrings. <laughs> like, I don't know what you guys thought about that, but uh, I mean, that got deep and it got serious and I was listening. And I was like, like, Kirk, you need to stop talking about this. <laughs> like talk to him off the line. Which he did it. say, I think today that he did, He, I think it was today or yesterday. He said he talked to Mutt. Uh, yeah, he did I don't know what that, yesterday. yeah, I don't want to guess what that conversation was like or, or but yeah, I think Kirk picked up the same thing. I mean, saying like, you don't have the will to live kind of a red flag, maybe. <laughs> oh, you don't have a purpose. Yeah. And, right. And then your dad's asking you if you need money through, I mean, I, through I, email of the sub. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I love mutt. But that 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 hurt that hurt me. I need something to happen with my. <laughs> I think I think if if Barstool is trying to do the DraftKings, what is it? Dra- DK DK Horse. I I don't know anything about horse racing, but and Dave brought it up on the Unnamed Show too. If they do a podcast with Elio kind of running it, I think he would throw it to Mutt. I think Kirk would. I think Kirk would jump in. And, you know, Dave would probably give him a chance. I hope he would. That'd be yeah, great. I guess it depends what they want. Like, if they just want a crazy show that's centered around Elio, and it happens to be about horse racing, maybe just have Elio like record like Steve from Gloucester on his phone. Mm-hmm. But if you want an actual like gambling, like that's where Mutt can kind of be more of a host. And and uh, I mean, that's that is kind. Of, he is a natural host. Like you can't you can't deny that. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'd obviously listen to that podcast. I listen to anything Mutt does. Mutt and Cullinane, like, it, it seems like it's not going to happen. The No Brainer Show, that's my name that I, I want to take off. I saw someone tweet it, but um, No Brainer with Dave and, and, and Mutt. I mean, that who was well, not who would not be... listen to that? I would listen to that show. Mutt is great on the show. He's good with Kirk. Yeah. He's good with whoever the guest is. I mean, it just flows. I mean, he is good. And, you know, as much as Kirk rips on him and says how terrible he is, he still was, like, trying to help him on the unnamed show. Like, you know, right. if they're going to do anything with horse races, he was thinking about Mutt because he knows, like, that's something Mutt is good at, and he enjoys horse racing. So, I mean, I need I need Mutt on the network. Mutt needs to be on. No, no not the network. No, 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 I need Mutt in the world. Yes. I mean, I don't need. Yeah, Kirk said it like he should get more involved. I feel like he's been more involved like on Twitter replying to people than he has. Um, I mean, maybe he saw like, okay, this Ziggy guy's not so bad. Like maybe other people aren't so bad. So, and I, so I don't know <laughs> don't, don't if you guys got, this. I don't know if you guys got followed by a, a Mike Mudahan this week. I did. I, I saw that notification and. Yeah, that was a tough one to to read to like double check. Oh, Mudahan. Okay, I get it. Very funny, but anyway, Listen, I've I've been there. I get duped by every fucking account. Oh this yeah, morning. We know, I tweeted, we know I, this that. morning I tweeted at Coleman. It was a whole mess. But I've said it. I've said it before when I was in there, and I think it's more real now. And I think Kirk's going to say that I'm an idiot for even saying it. Fred and Hardy isn't working at the Sports Hub. Mud yeah, is going to bring in more of an audience than Hardy ever would, and you could probably pay him less. If that's not working, bring money. We're going to at least listen. You're going to at least get a minifan audience. And the program director seems like he follows Kirk. So he can be able to piece that together. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's my pitch. Fair. I'm sticking to it. Probably will never happen, but it would be a better fit than what they have now. Even if it stinks, we would just tune it. Yeah, I don't know. We can move on from that because I, I know he, he gets everyone giving him advice. I, I'm with Dave. Like, just provide more content, more audio, more video. Like, I, yeah. I don't think he he's very willing to be the butt of the joke. Um, and I, I don't know if that's what's holding him back. Like he doesn't want to be made fun of, but 
he's going to be made fun of. Everyone gets made fun of in this world. I think the more content he can provide, the better. Um, and just one point on Dave. I, yeah, it wasn't his best show. I think he's someone called him low T. I don't remember who that was. Um, John, John Award. Okay, yeah. So I don't think <laughs> I looked. I, I, I think, looked over his notes today. Oh, and I just yeah, saw yeah, low, right, right. low T Dave highlighted <laughs> on my hair. Yeah, that's great. Um, I think so. Dave does not like listen every day. I don't think he pretends to listen every day, but I think when he's on the show, he's a little bit wary of saying something that'll get him caught in that. Like, I'm, I don't really know what's going on. So he's a little more guarded and he kind of picks and chooses his spots. Um, so that's just kind of my take there. I don't think he's like, he's, he's getting the notification at uh, nine 30 and like watching, listening to the whole show. I think he comes in and out, which is great. Like it's fine, whatever. But I think that's why you don't get like the Dave that was in when he was a producer. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, he's he's always entertaining. He just there was nothing new, and I I am so tired of hearing about this Turtle Boy story that I don't understand. No, and he's never really explained. Well, it. There's no way Dave understands <laughs> it. To be fair, there's no I way. Don't think, I don't it. think anyone fully understands. Except it. for your buddy Dan. I'll get killed for that. Yeah, except he, for your buddy Dan. Dan yeah. yeah, Dan digs it. But I'd be remiss if uh, I didn't mention that the Monday show. There was some fallout over the weekend that. Stupid fucking Andy Mayo was blocked by Kirk. Now, why was that, Ziggy? <laughs> well, first off, Sheldon, let's 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 be. We'd be remiss if we didn't bring up maybe the first compliment Kirk's ever given you was you yelling at Andy. So, congratulations. I did want to ask, like, yeah. whose life are you? Thank you. I whose life are you going to ruin it's been tonight? A big on week. This episode? Big week for Sheldon. Um, <laughs> and I did have a written joke um, that. Uh, Andy, Did Andy Mayo write it for you? No, no, not this one. That Andy was pulling his air conditioners out of storage all week because um, he is in. He's down. He is down bad. He got trapped. Um, he's down bad, and yeah, he. I said it last week. Like he should not have brought it up. He should, sorry, he should have brought it up on the show. Obviously, I think it's classic Mayo like analysis by paralysis. Pat, you can use that in your uh, office drips. Like that's a buzzword. Uh, drips Noted. in the office. Uh, paralysis by analysis. That. Just overthinking. Like I think his thought was. Okay, if I go into KMS and I bring up that I was doing stand up and it's like kind of related to my bit, like he saw that as him being a self promoter and he didn't want to get he didn't want to get shit on for that. So I think that's where he's coming from. Obviously a bad decision, but it doesn't make him like a bad guy. Um, no, he's it does. obviously frustrating and annoying. <laughs> he's not a bad guy. So I, I no, he is. And he wasn't the one texting the, the, the text line going after Mutt's family or whatever. That was not him. But he did email Eric and Nardini about his podcast i think he tried to get her on his podcast yeah and recently the, no that was a joke so i was Whoa. winking and nodding but you can't see it <laughs> the uh the other thing that so mayo was getting us so much hate which i enjoyed and then ziggy was getting shrapnel it was like the best show ever and then i messaged the, the rundown chat and i said this show's awesome and then ziggy's like i'm catching shrapnel <laughs> and you're loving I mean, it yeah I, I guess the, that's it it's like could I, I didn't have the video until it's tweeted out like 100 percent. i knew about it but i didn't think there was anything to do with the fact that mayo and i also didn't know like did he want it out there obviously he did i was mad he didn't give it to me instead of giving it to menors like that was my big issue with him um but yeah he should have brought up the show right. in hindsight but the real kick in the pants is him using a line from the stand-up special on the show. That that's what did him in. He used one of I forget exactly what line it was, but he kind of recycled it on the show. Yeah, and that would have been the time when you kind of bring that up and run with it, and like that. That's what pissed Kirk off. Do you think we'll see Mayo in studio or Stephen Gloucester? Steve from Gloucester in studio. We'll see Steve first, but we'll see Mayo again. Yeah, I think eventually. But get, a break is fine. A mayo break is fine. 
It's yeah. Good for like, everyone. We, sh- we should take like a three year break, like 2027. And then Mayo can come back. That's okay. right. When Mick's running the show or Montante's running the show. It'll be Montante. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to talk about that, though. One so... thing I've always wondered, too, one thing I struggle with with my career and my job is I never know whether to call a meeting or just to send an email. So his podcasts have been very helpful. He posted a basically a little phone tree on what to do on his LinkedIn. So, um, yeah, I've learned a lot from that. Um, I brought that to work today. I think we'll get to drips in the office later, but it's a total dunk on Mayo to have a show that's like promoted by the Kirk Minahan show <laughs> that's centered around office life and the do's and don'ts. And that's just a total dunk on Mayo. <laughs> okay. Poor Mayo. Yeah. <laughs> no, not poor Mayo. He got everything. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. Okay. We're moving on. We're moving on. So then we move on to Tuesday and we have Mick and Gus, newly employed Andrew Augustus, and we got Mick fresh off his Rubik's Cube. High as a kite. And, <laughs> <laughs> high, on, high as a kite and high on life. I mean, it's like he, he worked for Kirk and he also has listened to Kirk. Did he really think smoking a blunt in downtown Boston and then smelling a weed and then bringing weed into the studio, Kirk <laughs> wasn't going to notice? Yeah, it's in my backpack. He's like, why? I, I got an easy day. Augustus, every day you have is an easy day. <laughs> I, I mean, holy shit, dude. You're not working in the salt mines. Like, I, I, I don't understand. I, Whatever. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts on that whole... We'll just call it a scene. It's a scene. And then nobody can figure out how to open a window, which... Okay, go on. Patrick, you're... <laughs> go ahead. I, I, I'm not surprised by it at all. He's the same kid that thinks he's got 60K waiting for him just to jump on Twitch and talk about weed. So 50K, I, 50K. Is it 50K? I thought I heard yeah. 60. 60K all right, is so what Julie wanted per month, I think. Yeah, I think it was bi-monthly, bi- but yeah, we yeah. won't get into the details of that. She's <laughs> she's rich. Um, no, he it, it, it's, it's funny. And like you said, he should know these things, but his brain just doesn't work like that. Like he doesn't put two and two together. And the best part was like, he's like, no, did you smoke outside? He was like, no, I was, I was in the streets. I was just in the streets of Boston. <laughs> like I went downtown Boston just to smoke a J. And then I decided to come on into the studio. Jumped he, did on the say, train. he did say it was the good stuff that Kirk was smelling. The good stuff for later that Kirk was smelling. That was in his bag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't just the roach that he burned yeah. before he got in. Yeah. It was... <laughs> Do you think he'll do a, a salt mine uh, simulator when he's pumping these cannabis uh, dispensers? He's power washing, he's landscaping. Yeah. Why not? Add it to the list. <laughs> Just 50K to do a lawnmower simulator and what was it? Uh, market weed or cannabis, right. whatever the fuck it is. And he Just... said that's like the marketing's the main job. But do you think he he kind of really sold himself on like, I got I have 4,000 followers, like this really big podcast loves me. So I'll yeah. also do this this Twitch stuff on the side. I mean, we know he's a good self-salesman. Um, he's gotten a lot of jobs to his credit. He um, has gotten a lot of jobs. He asked Tom Brady a, a, a great question. I had to ask it twice, but uh, <laughs> I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been much clearer if I were to ask that question. Um, no which way. is funny that the response from Brady to Gus, like that was one of the, the handful of responses Brady gave that actually made headlines because he was like hemming and hawing yeah. and it was really thinking about his answer. But was he really thinking about his answer? Because he was like, am I actually like, did I hear the question correctly? Am I answering the question that I was actually, actually asked or... Uh, Tom not, Brady I'm sure stumped they... by Andrew Augustus. Brady's just, he can't keep up. He can't also, keep up. Those when, I, fortitude. when I found that, uh, I found that question, I went back to Gus's like tweets from that day and 
So he's like live tweeting the whole thing. And then he has one like, oh, I just asked Brady a question. And then the next day he has a tweet like, if anyone in the Rhode Island area is looking for snow shovelers, like hit me up. I'm cheap and I'm cheap and do a good job. <laughs> he's one of a kind. That's that's Gus. That's all you can really say yeah. about Gus. I'd love and to be I, a fly on the wall during that job interview. The guy on the other end of the phone in India is like, yeah, just give me your bank account info. We'll set you up for direct deposit. And he's just going to get fucking scammed. I don't think he thought it was real and they kept going. And then I think as the day went on, he's like, God, maybe this isn't real. I still think, like, I still think like, he thinks it's real. This website, like the links don't work, Gus. And like you're going. No, no, to- hey, hey, he, he asked. He already asked about that. That's all right away. He, he asked. That was the first thing he asked. He can't help but lie. Yeah. So we, we had a uh, high Augustus and then we had Mick in studio. And I thought it was a good appearance by Mick, but. You can you can't give him a compliment because he'll just remember the one random thing that somebody said bad about him. (laughs) And sure, Dave Colman calls in, losing his mind. (laughs) What are your thoughts on that, Ziggy? I mean, well, Mick was great, but Dave was like the star. It was a bright star. It shone very bright and then exploded. But that that call from Dave was up there with the like I was in yesterday was similar to the. He said yes yesterday for Mick. It's similar to the, it's up there with the Menners, like on the main show, like some of the all-time drops. Um, yeah, I mean, Mick, th- again, it's like, is he, I think, I believe that he was mad that he saw Montante was the first person retweeted. Like, I think that's part of his brain that is, that is yeah. like him oh, you just, just he's like, oh, what the fuck is this? And, they were talking about it? Right. And I thought I was going to produce it. Why the fuck is he retweeting it? <laughs> yeah. He immediately saw that and said, Nope, he's the producer. And Dave's fucking me. I, I, no I still, that. I'm still a cool man and I love Justin, but part of me does wish we had the Eminem voice because just seeing oh how, like, that, how he mad he got a Montante, like, if we had them in there, Mick would have imploded in two weeks, maybe. I, I thought he would have had like a six month shelf life, but if, if Kirk pitted them against each other, it would have been just over like before it started <laughs> but that gave us a great david and Marilyn video when he superimposed that's so good that was good, that's yeah. so good. I, did, I didn't see it until they said on the show that i went watching i didn't I was either dying. the best it the worked. best line by dave was the part where he's screaming he's screaming and he's like well, dante's not sensitive you can tell that <laughs> right off my chest, yeah. too. <laughs> oh my god it reminded me of that freak out from uh from mel gibson though seriously yeah when he was yelling at his wife or whatever, he's like, "You Got should it. just shut up and blow me." <laughs> no, that was a different. Oh, there's been a couple, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I think that was Alec Baldwin, actually. Yeah, never oh, he's like, "Fuck, I need a cigarette." <laughs> God, Mick just brings it out. Like you just want to lose it sometimes. And I like the guy, but he'll drive you crazy. He'll drive you to the brink of wanting to murder him, but you can't because you just like the guy. And I think Dave was there driving, probably to his job that I don't know what he does for a fucking thing either. Does anyone work around in this world? <laughs> Remember the, the uh, Barstool radio where Whitney called in and he had his kids in the car and he had to pull over. Oh my God. Like, that's what it reminded me of. He definitely had Jason. Um, God, I can't even remember his other, his daughter's name now. Um, I don't know. Yeah. She's a, she's a terror. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's what it reminded me of. Like the kids were definitely in the car for that rant. <laughs> Whitney's Mick wife is. was so mad at him. Yeah, that was a great that. That was a, that was oh, a yeah. time one. Mick has the innate ability to just piss. Hey, he he made Mike lose his mind. He made Dave lose his mind the other day. And I think I lost my mind before. Like I before I started to like Mick before, I was just irrationally mad at him. Like he's just got that ability to just really get under people's skin. 
Yeah. That's why Blind Mike had that perfect quote where he's like been there. Yeah, that was true. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah. I messaged I messaged Mick after that show and I gotta say it quietly because I'll probably get in trouble. But I was like, buddy, you're gonna look back at this oh, in yeah. ten years and your girlfriend or wife is gonna be like, I'm going on vacation, and you're gonna be like, You have a great time. I'm gonna get you in the car, I'll drive you to the airport, you have fun, and you're just gonna fucking be thrilled. Like you need to step back a little bit here. I hope that wasn't too long. When his whole excuse, his whole excuse was like, "Well, that doesn't sound like somebody who's ready to move in with me." Then it's like, <laughs> "What are you talking about, Mick?" Yes. <laughs> like, it's what are good. you talking about? I, I his thought process sometimes I just I can't handle. I I can't process it. I'm like Gus, just trying to form a sentence, like, but in my mind, it's nuts. So yeah, I, I don't want to. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say I don't want to say this because it'll probably give him like some it'll give him extra motivation. He's the right level of he's gonna land somewhere like something's gonna like it worked out for Clemmer. I'm not saying barstool necessarily, but somebody's gonna pick it up and be like, "This kid's fucking crazy." Like we can use him somehow. From a, so, a I don't want I don't want him to take that the wrong way. Like the, the barstool up, comparison but. that I kind of see is that um Nikki smokes kid who like just <laughs> freaks out yeah. and then goes viral for, it. but he doesn't really like bring anything to the table other than that. Like his own Coke. stuff isn't good, but well, yeah. Oh, there you go for Mick powdered sugar. Um, so I don't know. That, that's sugar. like the only thing that I could kind of see. Uh, Cause like, again, it's a bright star. It just would flame out. Like he wouldn't, if his, if he's being hired to be the crazy guy, you can't be the crazy guy 24 seven. So you can't, I've well, seen Frank the tank. <laughs> that's true. No, you shut up. You don't. <laughs> I don't think Mick's a Frank the tank, but no, he's not. <laughs> oh my point. God. No, and then was there any last thoughts no. on the, the Mick and Gus dynamic? They do not like each other, but I have been seeing it. It's, looks cordial so far tonight at Burgers and Brews that everyone yeah. was late to. Have they yeah, already they showed were, up? Yeah, yeah they were. Up they were chummy. They were chummy. Yeah. Coleman was late, but um, they all looked buddy buddy. <sighs> okay, Montante. We move. We move into the best third chair. <laughs> yes, Michael sure. Montante. No, he is. It's it's a fact. <laughs> the show started out with Kirk losing the, his mind. He, he was the best one everything. on that. He was the best one on that Thursday episode. He was the best. I just Mike. like blind Mike can't see, and he's like, "Am I in danger?" And Montante's <laughs> like, "No, you're okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like Mike's got his life flashing before his eyes, and he's got Michael Montante there to protect him. I, it was, was kind of like a twenty nine k type of bad decision by Justin just on a much smaller scale like leaving the windows open for what 24 hours and then turning the heat on for two hours and expecting it to go from like probably yeah, 50 degrees box. to 70 yeah. in two hours it's like it just doesn't work I mean way. I thought Coleman doesn't live that far from the studio he could have just told That's Coleman fair. to go over there before he went to bed to shut yeah the windows that was way too <laughs> early for Coleman <laughs> oh my god that was unbelievable but I mean that show. So it starts out with Kirk throwing water bottles and God knows what else because I don't I don't watch the show. Golf I'm actually balls. working as I'm listening. Golf and then, and then you're like, God, this is going to be a short sh- a short show. But then Montante just comes in and if somehow he doesn't get rattled during any of this, yeah. and he just wants to talk about fucking tires and his car. <laughs> and they always try and move on from his stories, but you're going to hear. Montante stories because he's there to be on. So, what did you guys think of the dynamic with Mike and uh, Montante? They, they, they said it was like, I think Kirk said it was like he was on a late night appearance and he had his like prepared stuff. Because at one point he was like, all right, let's get back to the car, to the car talk, to the car jokes. Like he had his written jokes, but that's fine. Be prepared. That's great. 
Um, I'm not surprised. Like we kind of knew those that were at the first Saco may remember Montante shows up with like the cleanest Timberland boots you've ever seen. So him cosplaying as a blue collar guy like that, that kind of fit the mold. Um, not knowing how to change a tire, like should he at being a, a scrapyard guy? Yeah, absolutely. I'm surprised he hasn't been in a situation where he like runs over a nail in a junkyard and he has to like call triple. Like, what does he do there? Does he call triple A? Okay. Well, most cars don't have full size spare tires. So he had a hole in his regular tire. Did you expect him to drive back to New Jersey on a fucking donut, Ziggy? No, but yeah, I, yeah, that's what I thought. You could, so it's I fair. mean, some people know how to patch a tire. Maybe you don't, Sheldon. I don't know, but some people know how to patch their own tire. <laughs> I certainly yeah. don't. Well, John and Warren doesn't know how to change a tire, apparently. Which is like, no, one lady. no one does. Oh, that is so funny. Oh, God. Yeah. She's probably like this dumb piece of shit. I'm out here changing his tire. And then he's trying to make excuses. So that had me dying. The part that but, stuck out to me, Montante is just such a company guy. He's like, yeah, I expense the money. All he does is drive. He drives from fucking New Jersey to Boston like every other week. And he's like, yeah, you know, I get some of the miles, not all of them, you know. <laughs> Every once in a while, I pay a toll. Sometimes I just don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't have easy pass because, you know, fuck them. And it's like, you still have to pay it, though. <laughs> like, I don't even get it. Oh, my God. I think the direct quote was easy pass bills get lost every once in a blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every once in a blue. I like the idea of him crossing the Tappan Zee Bridge singing uh, Christopher Cross songs. Just going back and forth. Um, oh, no. He, well, and what did he say? He used to be a garbage man. So he was yeah. blue collar. He probably drove the truck. He probably didn't throw it in the back. But that's still blue collar work, though. But he's a cat guy. He's a cat sitter, cat guy, just like I am. But um, do you? I did he's have a mad. question. I did have a question on that. Like, there's no doubt he's when he's cat sitting. He's he's putting the uh, catnip on his nuts, right? Yeah. No, yeah. no, that's that's hearsay. No, no, Certainly. no. Who doesn't? No. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, no. So we can all agree that. The best, the best third chair is Mike Montante. You'll I mean, that, again, that. that show he was like blind Mike. He was a little blind rattled, Mike I think, from the is. beginning. I don't, Mike doesn't count. Oh no, yeah, I'm just saying that he didn't really uh, bring that. Like that, there was nothing really memorable. He, I mean, he, he was, was good. still he was still in Lauren Compton mode. Yeah, I get it. Fair. She's yeah. a talent. That's fair. <laughs> she is a talent. <laughs> I think I he's. Ne- I think he's terrified for that to come out. <laughs> Reddit loves her. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it it sounds it sounds brutal to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm looking forward but, to listening. <laughs> He's gonna be oh so uncomfortable. It's gonna be. I mean, that should be needs to be the whole the entire episode is them just going like second by second. Kurt, oh, yeah, pause, pause, pause. <laughs> oh, I I wouldn't be remiss if like we've been having shows with no callers, which I think has been great, and we had to have callers on the Mick Gus show, <laughs> and we got one good call out of that, and it was President Trump. Yeah, and Kat, no. and, <laughs> 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 Uh, I saw anyways. people. I saw people saying it was like a subpar Trump call. I thought it was pretty good because he had material on Coleman and Mick that he hadn't hadn't used before. But compared to all the other calls, oh, yeah. it was amazing. Yeah. They should have ended after that one. But I think from a content perspective, the best calls were like the guy who would come on and be like, "Yeah, I don't know. Coleman's just not a good producer." Like, I just fuck like you, Coleman. asshole. Well, <laughs> fuck you, buddy. You like, know who that oh, was? Right? You've been waiting for this. No, no, who was it? Um, I'm. I don't. I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure that was the Dave's dead mother-in-law guy. Um, it had the same cadence, and uh, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that was him. Um, so if that is the case, I mean that guy's not going away. So no, he's no. going to keep coming back. He's persistent. <laughs> he's persistent, yeah, as we've yeah. learned over the years. I did get flashbacks to my uh, my some of my calls to Steve because I think one time I had a call. 
And like the first time Steve really blew up on me and it was a similar, like the, the voice just like changing. And I don't know what, what word Steve called me. Um, but the difference is Coleman really can kind nice. of calm down a little bit with Steve, like two episodes later, he's saying my phone or my first name on the show. It's like Coleman clearly hates this guy. Um, but I don't, I don't know if he would go to those links that Steve did. So I think that's like the difference is Steve saw like me and then the, like Menors and Mayo and people going after him and then saw like, all men of fans are like this. I don't think Coleman has that same like. All right, all men of fans are like this one guy that's going after me. No, no, no I don't. I, so. I, I don't think so. But it was just funny because he would just blow up, and then Kirk nailed it the next show. He's like, "Yeah, I already killed Coleman," and then Justin comes in and tackles him again. <laughs> like he just <laughs> he just has to bury him. It's like he's already dead. Like stop it. But I I don't know. I like the dynamic of those two, and I think it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I think they're getting. Um, I think they're getting into a good spot. I think Justin's been a lot more. I think he was off when he first came back. Like there was some weird moments where he like didn't want to talk about stuff. Now I feel like he's more like himself and kind of, and it helps the dynamic of those two when he's more. And the the sound has been a lot better, and the stream has been better from when I. Well, today was today was a little sketchy to start. Like you had to put. Yeah, but they're not dropping shows. Yeah, like... right, right, right. Yeah, they got the rumble issue. I mean, when you pay $4,300 a month for internet, you should probably have something that works. It's insane what they pay for internet. I don't get how that's even possible. It's crazy. Uh, oh, my God. And that building is such a piece of shit. It's insane to me. <laughs> oh, my God. So, did we have anything else from uh, the Ed McMahon show on uh, on Thursday? Um, I mean, I... Montante is Ed McMahon, FYI. I did. Uh, we, we heard, like, Montante tweeted out that poll for that Minifan. Um, I just want, I mean, I'm curious, like what is going rate is for promoting tweets? Cause I'm sure he's, he's still oh, yeah, that, that's I, that, I'm sure that guy's a nice guy, but imagine me like, I gotta get this out. I gotta <laughs> figure out who to send this to. It's Mike killing Montante. me. Yeah. I, yeah. It's killing me. I, this this isn't getting more me. interaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there was a whole thing with Clemmer and Montante. I don't know where all this inside information was coming. Uh, I mean, Patrick, you got any thoughts on that? Because I don't know who else I'd even talk to about it. I can't put my finger on it, but it's. Uh, I took hilarious. a lot of shots. I took a lot. I, I took shrapnel, but I also took some direct shots. Um, but I mean, if the truth is on my side, which it is, I, I don't, I, I don't care because what I said on the rundown last week was there was drama between Montante and Clemmer, and that was partly why Clemmer left, and that is like a hundred percent fact. I don't really know why Clemmer denied it. Um, I didn't send Clemmer's DM to Kirk because I like Clemmer. Um, so I didn't want to like cross that boundary. I will read some of it if you okay. want. So Let's this go. is part, this is the DM from Clemmer. Cause again, he left the league. I was like, people want to know, like, why did you leave? We all like playing with you. I know Montante got pissed at me last year. Blah, 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 blah. It didn't seem worth the headache. And I didn't do a great, a great job setting my lineup. Blah, 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 blah. And the important part, you do a great job running the league, Ziggy. And that was pretty much it. Wow. And that, that is true. That's what he said. There was some stuff that I won't say. Um, blah, blah, yeah. Blah. And, and it's funny because Mike like literally caps encapsulated it perfectly that Ooh. part of it was, yeah, Chris is too busy for it. And then he took a little bit of shit from Montante on the main show last year. And then he didn't like that. And it wasn't worth his effort getting people getting mad at him. And he left. Um, so I was right. There was drama, right? Yeah, there was. I'm there trying was to think it probably was right around the same time too. And Montante and Clemmer, like IDM Kirk, was lying. Like Montante was did play a role in in Clemmer leaving, but I don't think they hate. I think Montante 
thought that Clemmer hated him, and Clemmer thought that Montante hated him, but I don't, I, I don't think either. Really I remember they were, they were in studio together at one point when, like, one of Clemmer's first shows back, and it started off like, "Oh, you hate me? No, you hate me." Right. Know, was kind of, wasn't wasn't, uh, wasn't Montante producing? Like, wasn't that during? Yeah, the I think he was. Oh, I, I think, think he was. Right. I think that was one of his first like auditions. That was kind of contentious, if I remember right. But I, I would just like to say that. Uh, it's obviously poor leadership from the commissioner because I'm in a league fantasy league that Clemmer is still in. And the one and only rich Mandarin is the best Who? commissioner that Who? I know for fantasy sports. Oh, don't worry about it. He's got the, he's got the, the stars in there yet. We have Clemmer and me and okay. other people. Yeah, I'm not going to say anymore. Do you have, do you, yes or no. Do you have Kirk's maps in there? No. I mean, Kirk, Kirk, I will say this, he's more than welcome to join the league. He definitely wants in the league. Like, how many times did he say, all right, who's in this league? Like, I think he's got the FOMO. It's because you messaged FOMO. him no, like a no, hundred no, no. times about it. No, no, that's not it. I don't beg. Um, except when I you said literally I'm, begged. I'm uh, <laughs> no, it's on behalf of the league. People just want him in there. But um, Kirk's more than welcome. I, I, this isn't going to be a Kim Jong-un situation where he's playing 18 holes and getting 18 hole in ones like. He's on equal footing as everyone else. He made a comment today how he would, uh, he, he wants to pick his own spot or something. No, no, no. We're all on equal page. Andy Nolan can help him out. I could, I did confirm Andy Nolan is like a legitimate, he has, he's got some bona fides uh, in the NFBC. So we'll see what happens. I, I'm not holding my breath, but we'll see. Um, but he's welcome, but I, I, I run a tight ship. So it's not a Mickey Mouse yeah. league. I'm like Rich Mandarin's OMG DAC league or whatever. Yeah, you just leave Rich Mandarin alone. If uh, we said some of the stuff to you that we say to Rich Mandarin, there's no way you would want anyone in the league. Trust me. Montante, want, Montante throws a lot around in that group chat. Pat's seen it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want Mutt oh. in the league. That, that'll be great. And he said he'll do it if Kirk's in there. And then I want to buy his team. So I have stake in both leagues. You got to so, Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. So it wasn't, I used to listen to Mud at night. I know, I know he knows what he's talking about. So I'm, I'm very confident. So it wasn't the longest show on Thursday because we had to get to the unnamed show, which literally ran right into the unnamed yeah. show because yeah. Montante wouldn't stop talking, and then Coleman doesn't know common baseball rules. So we go into the un the unnamed show, and is Mincy like, is he like Barstool's Gus? Or something like that. Good because point. It, there's a lot of similarities, except somehow Mincy keeps making money and they back him 50 grand. These guys are down backing him to play shitty poker. Like, I just don't get it. And then I think he said in the past he has won one of those big tournaments. Like, I think he's won, I think he's won like six figures at one of these events. Yeah. So I'm sure that's why people are backing him. But he, he even tweeted something out today, like, I made a lot of mistakes when I was in college four years ago. I was like, buddy, you were in college four fucking years ago? Like, no way. <laughs> I think he's younger <laughs> like, than I think he's younger than us. He ain't that old. That's wild. I had him for like <laughs> mid-40s. Him and Brandon Walker, I had tied for age. Um but yeah, he is he is the, the Barstool's Gus. He just can't he can't figure it out. I did like when he when he said he was gonna donate a thousand dollars. He had already tweeted that in a video <laughs> earlier in the week, so it wasn't like he was dropping the hammer. But yeah, that uh Dave's like one fourteenth. Get him out yeah, of here. Yeah. Get him out. <laughs> that's why that's why Winnie's the best in that, like that spot, because he's just chirping like 
I said like the his backers like back a three legged dog or something. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they didn't bring up like going back and forth. It's similar to Mick. Like, is he is he in on it or is he not? Is Mincy smart? Is he not? Like you ha- you can't not be thinking ahead and have some level of intelligence to do pretty well at poker. So like he's not an absolute dunce. Like he plays off. So uh, I think he's just not street smart. Yeah, that's true. Um, like they always say that about Frank. They're, they're like Frank's smarter than yeah, you it's think. The same, he, the same he knows what's going on. Yeah, right. I think Minzy does not know what's going on. I think it was their best unnamed show though, because like yeah. Dave did come with topics. Kirk had topics. Um, I he thought the Minzy drama. Yeah, I know that was good. That was good talk too. Like it was. It was. Uh, they waited till the end. I like how he it, says something, and that's all I'm going to say. Kirk's like, "All right, come on, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's do it." Yeah. No, that's all I'm going to say. No, no, we almost made it all the way through. Come on. Was it this show? He was like, "Oh, I'll donate a thousand dollars." Kirk's like, "I would donate to like the dog." Whitney's like, "No, I'm no. not." <laughs> yeah, yeah, would you do that, Whitney? He's like, "Not a fucking chance." <laughs> so, which and then the Minifans fans got brought up again because somehow we can agree that Dave didn't give anyone Whitney's number, right? Dave wouldn't do that. I don't think so. No, no. I mean, how, who else would though? My friend Dan thinks it's Kirk. I- there's ways uh, i mean there's okay, ways no way. for people to really if they really want to get someone's number they'll get someone's number if you listen to spitting chicklets literally someone was been texting biz as uh an old ranger or an old islanders player that hates him <laughs> so they called it on the show and it was just some fucking random kid that found his number on the internet and then he was scared shitless he's like i wasn't trying to fuck with you biz i'm sorry and then he's like i was kind of just looking for a job and it's like oh my god so i, I mean it's possible it's possible to find. And then they're like, I got to end the show. I got to scrub my number off the internet. It is a funny bit. It's a, it's a good bit to say that you're that guy because it's believable that Dan and Newton would do that. Like, <laughs> bring up Turtle Boy. Turtle yeah. Turtle yeah. Yeah. Well, I think I messaged Ford. I'm like, what the fuck is the matter with your buddy? Because <laughs> when, he, when he said that, yeah, you got to bring up Turtle Boy on the unnamed show. And I'm like, He's like I swear to you, it's Dan? not me. <laughs> That was unbelievable. So well, he's, Whitney's from around like where me and Dan are from. So he's got a buddy that knows Whitney. So he texted his but his buddy texted Whitney. Is like that's not that's like that's not the real guy. I think this guy is the guy that pretends to be Dan. Well, and Whitney Whitney responded to that guy. He's like, damn. He's like, whoever it is, I hate that guy's fucking guts. <laughs> I believe Kirk's had to change his number like five times since the show started because people are fucking nuts. I can imagine. Oh my god! And then Whitney's getting people pretending to be a Dan from Newton. Who, call her. I, I, it's just it's a whole wormhole to go down. But I thought that was the best un, unnamed yeah. show, and the audio issues weren't nearly as bad as last week and the first week. And Coleman's but, ass looked great in the camera too. <laughs> that his ass, or was that his uh, his left tit? I thought it was his. Wow. I think kind of morphed I think, together. That was funny. That was the right like, get, get the fuck out of here. This fucking guy. <laughs> catching a beating and then we come in to the main show we have the drip lord and the faucet i mean the most electric show in sports entertainment thank you you. (laughs) and uh, everyone was looking forward to it and like yes or on thursday kirk's like we're gonna do a show and blame mike's like i'd like to hear that yeah okay good enough (laughs) and then we have john and warren and we have the drip lord i I knew I knew you were the minor leagues a... for you guys, right? Like you cut your teeth, you cut your teeth, you you, you got, gain your chemistry on the rundown. Yeah. And then we yep. unleashed. It's true. Oh, yeah, we, we, it's like when we got there, we knew each other, knew each right. other already. I knew it was going to be a good show. 
when Thursday night I got a group message from Menners with all his demands of the stuff that he wanted us to promote, <laughs> using us as his Trojan horse. I'm like, all right, even if I got nothing, I got something. This is gonna roll with. He is a crazy person. But that burned that burned no, a hole in your perfect. pocket because you you just pulled it out like right right from the. I know, I, know. Yeah, I, I couldn't like, hold it in. I'm yeah, like, this is gonna be good. I, I know I was, this is gonna be good. I was listening. You're like, yeah, I got something. And then you just yeah, read it so fucking monotone. <laughs> Kirk's like, what is this bit? What is this bit? <laughs> Are you doing a bit now? Is this a bit? <laughs> As an agent of chaos, I, I I have to give respect. That was good agent of chaos instincts to, uh, to just read it straight. And he messaged us I mean, like it, 20 it, minutes later, traitor. It was the narrative of the whole show, too. It was great. I know. It was oh, awesome. So then we just had Kirk yelling at Manners and Mayo. Somehow Mayo was still in there. <laughs> Got trap metal, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like the network is going down i it's I not what i intended as a guy who watches every network show uh, that was not my intention going into it but if that can all if this can get transferred over to the main show and everything else pff, golden i think our stance is like the rundown is a show about the kirk minahan show so we will go where the kirk minahan show wants us to go it's as simple as that i mean Menders always Kirk's says like too. drips in the office i mean we are simpatico like hand in hand um, Crips in the blood, just holding up those, those hankies. Um, <laughs> Menders always says like, he, he just wants to provide content for as many people as possible. I know he tweeted, I mean, he must've been gritting his teeth, tweeting it, but like what better way to provide content to as many men fans as possible. And I agree. I did see, he did delete the tweet today that they referenced and they quote tweeted on the main show where he was like correcting them about the, the network versus the, the show YouTube, but he did, yeah. he went back and deleted that tweet. <laughs> and then he waited hours later to quote tweeted that it was an honor that the, the show would want to steal right. so many network shows and it's right. like oh my god and i i know i've said this before but the network used to be way bigger at the beginning yep. so it's not doing the best it's ever been it's just a fucking fact like i know i've mentioned this on a show a couple weeks ago and kirk said it today and he is absolutely right and uh i gotta ask for it um how sad were you when Kirk said that John and Warren was his best friend <laughs> and you were sitting there? I consider John a friend. So I was happy for him. Uh, and we had, we talked before the show. I was like, who's sitting in that, who's sitting in that main chair? Cause whoever it is, is going to get trap metal thinking they're better than the other one. So I just jumped in the other chair. That could have been me, even though. Kirk <laughs> but, um, yeah, that hurt, but it's okay. I'm happy for John. John I didn't know they were did so close. John played into that bit very well. Yeah, John's uh, good. You guys I were like great. That. Yeah, you, Pat, you had a line early on. I don't know if, well, actually, yeah, it was your audios. Your levels were a little low. It wasn't, I don't think, your fault, but you had a line about uh, the dying guy looking like Santa Claus on a, a Zephyr. <laughs> I don't know how many people heard it because, again, you, <laughs> no, had, I heard you, that. you <laughs> had to have your earbuds up full max, but that was good. That was a good line. And I like John's when uh, was funny too, and yeah, <laughs> when they were talking about the road trips and stuff, and Kirk, and John's like, yeah, like when you were letting me drive those Mercedes, and Kirk's <laughs> like, okay, buddy, he's like, I, I do the fucking jokes, okay? I'm <laughs> 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 no, just like, oh my god, uh, it was so liked, goddamn uh, funny. When they're talking about your tattoos, and then you said you almost got a Nike tattoo on the other side, and that's yeah. when Justin Coleman were like gasped, like. That was no offense. Like that, that would be so much worse than the polo. Oh, that's so much Ralph worse than a fucking Ralph Lauren polo. The, yeah. the the exact size of the logo on my tit. Yeah. No, and then worse. you and uh, Kirk was like, you and Gus would be homies, and you were just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're so despondent. Oh, I went through a stage. I, I I was like, I got to see these pictures because I I I go and look, and I'm like, Holy don't worry, shit. people found them quick. <laughs> you had to know that was gonna happen. 
I did, but like I said, my Instagram is the same name as my Twitter. So I was like, all right, the first couple, I'm like, oh, those are probably from, but they're from way back when. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, these aren't from my Instagram. Like, <laughs> where, where are these coming from? Okay, so I'm just gonna lean into this one completely. <laughs> are, are are we worried that Justin doesn't know how big children are? Oh, that was like, I I was like tackling 90, 95 to 125 pounds. He's like, yeah, they get that big at some point. Yeah, they, they <laughs> get there at some point. Like, yeah, they're not using diapers at that phase. I hope. I mean, if that just, happens to me, I'm screwed. But just throw them away, yeah. Justin. You don't need <laughs> to kid, say fucking your kid wants diapers. Them. Oh my god! I do have a buddy who has like a three or four year old kid who's like, buck ten. Kids oh my god! god. So I mean, maybe Justin house. was that big. He, it is possible. So maybe he's got oh, some true. memories of. Being in that that size, extra large diaper. I think was it you or John? It's like I don't think those are the, how the size. That was me. Right. I'm like, no, like <laughs> Three, someone with 14, kids, they don't yeah, do it that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought it was nice that Kirk said, "Yeah, when Bubba dies, is that is it is that his grandpa's name? It's Bubba, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that he'll give him a day off to grieve. <laughs> I thought that was very nice of him. He's just not even holding back. He's like, no, I'm gonna kill myself. It's <laughs> 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 probably what he would want, anyways. <laughs> Yeah, that was unbelievable. He's like, no, I'll kill myself. But then I was like, you might get the house. He's like, oh, it's actually true. Yeah, no, it's good. Right. <laughs> no, I think I'll hang on. Sell the house. Like, my God. So, ah. when you, Pat, on your notes, did you uh, did you want to shoehorn in like that your wife is expecting and that you lost four fish recently? Because you made sure to come back the to the fish thing. Yeah, yeah the fish. The fish is important. I definitely, yeah. wanted to, I definitely want to touch on the yeah. fish bladder. Insane. I can't. I can't stop. Like. <laughs> When I because I didn't know what was happening as a fish owner, part of me was like, "Well, I'm a bit of a fisherman here," but I didn't know what was happening. These things were just floating upside down, like not to the surface, so they're not dead. But poor bastards, man, they lasted for like three days. You did, you did say I think that you're you get them because your son likes them. But how long have you had these fish? Like, was your three month old son like really into fish? I think you're just a fish he guy. Likes, you just own it. You're a fish guy. He likes no. he li- so it's twofold. He likes fish, fishies, as he calls them. Yep. Uh, and then I saw an opportunity to get a fish tank. I had one growing <laughs> up, so it was very nostalgic. Uh, so I grabbed the ten pack of fish, and I'm stuck with six right now. They're all healthy, and uh, we're in a good we're in a good spot. No more fish bladder. I changed the water. That's <laughs> your fault. Okay, <laughs> you're, you're just a fish guy. It's fine. Yeah. So I didn't I didn't add that part, but you just said Ziggy. It's my fault. The fish that I have have to be in temperatures of 76 to 79. Didn't know that. So I think that may have. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, they were cooking at about 70 for a while. So I, I take fault. So I want to get that off my chest too. All right, I'm all fished oh, out. We can go. move on. All right. And then we, there was, it was a running theme throughout the day besides. <laughs> The electric pictures from uh, Patrick Ford. <laughs> and it uh, sounds like the actual YouTube page for the Kirk Minahan show is taking on a bunch of shows. We got Little People, Big World Guy. We got the Drips in the Office. They have the Rundown. My When we... Mick's like, I'm pretty sure this is a joke. You guys are fucking with me. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> just say yes, Mick. Who cares if they are? So, and then we'll have Beyond Average and his file size that is apparently bigger than the code that made the fucking atomic bomb. I don't know how he's writing it, but... BA tweeted out, it's larger than GTA. I, I think... Than, didn't Mick say... Didn't Mick say that that was like a, 
a troll job of Menners, like giving him a large file. I thought he said that on, on his show. Uh, but again, I three point three XP. I don't think he's ever. De- I don't think he's ever denied the file size as being abnormally large. No, I think I'm saying I think he did that on purpose to give Menners a really large one to like fuck with him. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Don't, um, do don't forget about Justinia. Justinia, new show on the. Uh, oh, oh, Justinia. <laughs> <laughs> he did not like that. <laughs> no, he did not like yeah, that. I don't know that why. Was... <laughs> that was unbelievable. <laughs> no, it was, a, it was a good week of shows. Uh, we'll be heading into next week strong. We got um, any other random notes, boys? I mean, do we? Yes. But going to next week with Steve. I mean, I guess I'm looking forward to it in the sense that we can do an episode next week and I can just, I can just tear them apart, tear everything you said apart. Um, but anyway, I you Yeah. I have like Baker's dozen random notes, so we should probably get moving. Yeah. That's sure. what I said. Random notes. Go ahead. Pat, Pat, you want to start us off or you want me to go ahead? All right. Um, did you guys, do you, did you hear the reason or do you remember the reason that Justin gave for choosing Taylor Swift over Sydney Sweeney? Like if I think it was like, if there's a gun to their head or something, the reason was because he's, I think he said Taylor is more autistic. autistic. Yeah, more Which autistic. they just like gloss pass. Uh, I, I've never heard that one before. I don't know if that needs to be reached. And then Montante, uh, I'm talking about someone else said he's got a touch of the tism. Um, so that was a new one for me. Um, so I guess Justin, that, Justin's into it. I've seen Taylor Swift a lot in the news. It never pops in my head no. like, yeah, she's she's great. She's autistic. I, I, don't, I don't know where that came from. Did he mean, I, is it possible he meant power? artistic? Is it possible? No, I, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> if that's the case, then it's rubber glue because then he's autistic. <laughs> that's the case. Oh, and then his Coleman, his Coleman impression and his Montante are like the same. The Montante impression's great. The best the one was Kirk, Kirk doing Justin's impression of Montante. Was my <laughs> Montante's like, okay, I'm starting to get a little offended. This is borderline offensive. <laughs> God, unbelievable. Uh, what else you got, Ziggy? Um, yeah, I'll throw this one out there. What, which is the biggest lie Coleman laying pipe two months ago, nah. Justin's gerbil story. Um, and then I have to say a Kirk, Kirk saying he knows how to change a tire. Like that's for gaze. There's no way. Um, so I don't know. And then Pat, I do have to call you out like classic Pat Ford gullible believing Steve's TIG story. I mean, Everything. come on. That's like one of the top 10 Steve lies. You don't believe it? Oh, I no, believe no, that. No, no, Steve's no, no, no. a psycho. No, 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 no. Yeah, but those details, I know. There's, there's an absolute absolute fib. Justin going outside and beating that gerbil to death. Yeah, with he said shovel. his dad put like paper towels over it. <laughs> he wrapped it up and then he, yeah. just, he couldn't do it. His, so Justin grabbed the shovel and finished the job. His dad was a cop. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I don't. I don't even know what to say to that. The and saying biggest... it was two years ago was the wildest part. Like if it was... When he was thirteen, maybe. <laughs> the, the biggest uh, lie, the biggest lie is Coleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just casually, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's been, <laughs> uh, it's been so long, man. It's been like two months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it has that. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> More power to him if it has, but yeah, I, I, looking back on it, I don't, be, I don't believe the Justin portion either. I just think Steve's nuts. I think Steve did that. Yeah. In some way, shape, yeah, he maybe, maybe, maybe he's killed an animal. Sure, but. Yeah, I, yeah I don't he's think killed so. the deer. There's a song about it. <laughs> if you believe it, if you believe it, sure. Stuff that whole thing in his trunk, sure. Uh, do you Pat, think we're gonna you get? Know. Do you think we're gonna get a different Steve from Gloucester? Is it next week? Did they did they commit to no, that uh, yet? Or? I don't think Steve committed. I don't know if Kirk committed. Uh, <laughs> I I really I hope I want Steve back. I think I think it's been long enough. I think a break was good. Um, 
he'll make Kirk laugh just, like right off the bat. He's just so. got to give in to the trolls a little bit. He takes everything very, very seriously at the heart. The seagulls, yeah. Montante confused uh, seagulls with squirrels somehow. I can see that. <laughs> the seagulls on wet it. Oh my god! What else you got for else. random note? How about we'll do this? How about what do you got for it? What do you got for random notes? I'm trying to pull some up here. I think that we covered a couple of mine here. Um, is there anything? Oh, Davers blocked both the show account and Kirk. Is David gone forever? I think he's the same thing. Yeah, I think he's got to lean into it a little bit. I think. I know it's a different situation. I think he's, yeah, I think he actually is gone. I I feel like he's someone like Mayo has no life. I'm not saying David has life, but I feel like (laughs) David has other interests that he can like. Like he's a big soccer guy, did that DJ stuff for a while, the gambling. I don't know. I, I could see him just totally shutting it out of his life. Um, Montante was very tight-lipped about it. Um, I guess that was his way of defending him, maybe like just not. Well, talking he said about he's not it. really talking to him. He said he bought that. Yeah, but I, Montante ago. knows, like I think yeah. everything about the story, so he probably could keep like throwing dirt on him on the grave. But I mean, he's, I guess he's just a good friend. It's like me with Mayo. Like I don't want to bury him here. Um, but I a party that does right. Is that what you saying? Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. Oh, well, I do. It. I do it in the DM. <laughs> I do it in the DMs now. I've learned my lesson. Oh fucking finally <laughs> God. Yeah, I don't he know. sent I me think... he sent me a nice dm before the show mayo he said uh fuck you shut up time for what you're gonna say <laughs> about me on the show on friday <laughs> oh the the only funny thing that i found that he's done lately is when he was going to be in with john and warren and he just dms him kill yourself yeah that's funny that was good yeah because everyone's got that, that, that dm yeah, from I yeah. That. <laughs> first i was like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> now i know i blocked this guy I don't know. I think Daver might be just done. If if he comes back, it'll it'll be months from now. I just hopefully he's gets his shit together and he's fine with everything. I don't know. There, what do you even say to something in that situation? I'm happy that Danny got Danny got let back in a little bit too because I think Danny's a nice guy. Yeah, Danny is. Yeah, bring he's him back liberal, in the studio. But... Give him another chance. Yeah, I was yeah. expecting John to wear the uh, the same outfit that Danny wore. <laughs> The like the the winter hat and the winter jacket and the the scarf because um, he made that he made that uh the, the joke to start off. He had some bit that we were talking about. He was talking about doing before we got in there. He, he messaged me. He's like, "I'm here." He's like, oh, "I thought of something. I should have thought. I should have done it before we left the house." <laughs> like, I can't remember I, what it is. But John's I did promise him I would bring up because we've talked about it in the DMs in the past. Um, I also have a very small head. Not very cool to make fun of that. Um, you can't you can't choose your head size. Um, Agreed. Right, Pat? You can't choose your head size or your face size. No. Um, <laughs> you cannot tell that his head is small from camera. I, I mean, maybe in person, but it's not like it's Justin's body with a small head. It's like a small guy with a small head. I don't know. Give him a break. I, I, yeah, no, I, I would have never like looked at him and been like, you have a small head. But I think if we're talking fitted hat, we're in the low sevens. I, I think he said he uses a, a youth large, if I remember okay. right. Fair. I could see it. I could see it. It could be worse. It could be like penis. It's not penis head. So Uh, anyway, (laughs) I had. I just had to bring him. I promised him I'd defend him. I'd promise him. What happened with Clumber today? Because I saw like he tweeted out something like I'm ashamed. Like what the fuck did he do? Yeah, I did. I tried to. I couldn't figure it out. My only guess was someone took his phone from the yak and tweeted like an apology to like troll people. Like I don't know. I don't think. I don't think it was anything. yeah, yeah, that, I, that I was confusing though. I saw that and there was like no explanation. So that was my guess. Someone took his phone while he was doing the, the yak stuff. We got any uh, random notes, boys? Uh, I mean, we got to bring yeah, up here, bud. Jeff, 
Jeffrey Lowe, right? Jesus. Yep. I, mean, I, that... I gotta I gotta figure something out. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure steamrolled. <laughs> but I'll I'll talk numbers here for a minute, okay? Yes, please. <laughs> 124,000 followers for Jeff. Good on him. He's built a beautiful product. I still consider him a friend. I apologize for bringing up that little story in the DMs. I got 1.6. And if you look at ratios, I'm at like a 73 to you know 27 tilt right now. So I'm, I'm going to actively reach out to any celebrity with open DMs and offer them like a 20 <laughs> spot to throw me a hot retweet. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. But yeah, he's... He he did not like that DM thing that I shared, and he's like, "I'm gonna bury this motherfucker." Everybody, <laughs> everybody, everybody, vote on this poll. <laughs> that was unbelievable. When you got somebody like Jeff D. Low in that bracket, quote tweeting it like, "I need to beat Patrick Ford." Like, who the fuck? Like, this world is just, is unbelievable. It's bad enough to have the fucking 15 seed in the Kemp region for God's sakes, but. I understand why they did it. But yeah, that's tough. Hopefully we, then, we, we battle back. Great instincts by Justin waiting for Jeff to be on the, to call into the show to play that parody song. Yeah. Um, that was a great, that was a good yeah. song. It was, was a little slow, good but um, yeah. Good. They totally fucked up that autograph thing, right? Like them oh, yeah. talking about yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. I was going to mean, yeah. I was going to get my sweatshirt. That's, that's, one, that's one thing you don't fucking air out, especially about Dale Arnold. Cause he frightened so easily. Yeah, I don't know if, if, like, Kirk didn't shut them down. So I don't know if he just overplayed, like, Dale's play, uh, playfulness with it. Um, but yeah, that's too bad. But I'm sure he'll do do, do more stuff. Um, so. I'll be sad. Yep. You could have been there tonight. I lived, like, a half an hour away. I was I have two KMS sweatshirts. I was going to sign a bowl. <laughs> I was going to give him a 50 spot just for his time. Oh my God! Can you imagine giving Dale Arnold fifty dollars for an autograph? Uh, I don't have any change. Like, yeah, don't need it, buddy. Keep on doing you. Oh. The last thing I have, well, I will say just real quick, um, Kirk's spoon for the popcorn thing—that's just a great pragmatic move. Like, just do what do what you got to do to get that food in your mouth. Um, no issues with that, and keep your hands clean. Um, Pat, the Cheeto dust, like I. I I'm a Cheeto guy, so I'm not going to shame you for that. I'm not going to shame you for that. Um, But I ate an edible and I woke up and it was just a fucking. (laughs) It was. It looked like somebody died in that bed. I'll tell you. It'll be like Coleman's Um, The last thing, Carabas, like 90% going to that underdog. Just putting the pieces together. So Kirk brought up under. uh, Pornoy brought up underdog, and then Mutt in the Mutt stack. Another good uh, edition of the Mutt stack today was questioning why Carabas said in a statement, like my next move will be for the fans. That is because of Coley being at underdog, like Carabas's fans love Coley on his show. So that's really why I think it's like a no brainer. Um, well, anyway. there, it made no sense to bring him back to Barstool when no. they, when Kirk asked Portnoy, well, how much money did he make you? Zero. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's, in, a, that, that's in, 70% of the company. Carabas, like on his show, on it, on I listened to his episode where he talked about it. He was using like past tense when talking about Barstool. Like my first chapter at Barstool, um, and then I worked at DraftKings, and they treated me great. Basically, he basically said like he he didn't like how he didn't like how he was treated at Barstool, and it was it was definitely like past tense, not like he wasn't yeah. really leaving the door open. I mean, it's still maybe it's a negotiating ploy. Who knows? Um, I'd love it to have back. Talked about on the show the swan dive off a building in New York, so I think that, that had something to do with it. Yeah, the Black Friday. He'll get that. He'll get that uh, call from Tim yeah. Ken. <laughs> oh Ooh, God. Black Friday's coming. <laughs> I need. Uh, 
I need I need Mutt to do something. I need him to do a show with Colinane or Mutt or somebody. I just I just need I need more Mutt content. Hello, I know Kurt's Mutt Scott, Ordway. I, I don't I, I don't know anything about Ordway, so but I love Mutt. Mutt's great. Kirk's gonna hate this, but Mutt, you're great. Please just do videos, more videos. That we can all agree on. I think it's a good way to wrap it up. So I think we covered it all, boys, and we have at least three shows next week. We'll see if we fuck it up. Maybe we'll get a fourth. Sheldon, can you just can you end it? Yeah, Pat, thank you for joining us. Great show today. Congratulations on the kid. Sorry about the fish, Montante. Thank you, thank you. Good luck with the cat, thoughts and prayers. But Sheldon, can you close us out with another good morning, gentlemen? Yeah, so like I did today when I called in. Good evening, gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) That did make me laugh.